Hello and welcome to a new episode of the Success Secret Podcast. This is your host Hossein Talib. This is episode number 52. How to build good relationships with rejections and failures with Natsuni Uki. Hopefully you like this episode. Also, please don't forget to go to successsecret.net forward slash podcast so you can leave me a voice message on whatever you think of. Enjoy this one. Welcome to Success Grid, the place for sharing entrepreneurial stories, knowledge, and wisdom to educate and inspire you to always strive to raise your standards in your business and your life. With your host, Hussein Talib. Welcome to a new episode of the Success Grid podcast. Today, here with me, Natsune. She is the host of the Life Up Education TV, a public speaker, and the author of the book. The Game of Self-Domination. What a title. Welcome, Natsune, to the Success Grid. So tell us, tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. Yeah, perfect. So as you introduced to me, my name is Natsune Oki. I'm a speaker at LifeUpEducationTV.com. I also wrote the book, as you saw, The Game of Self-Domination, which we can get into it. But in short summary... I talk about how someone can create mental transformation in three different phases and Mm -hmm. we can get into it. Um, And I also have this business practice consulting agency in Japan Mm. that advises companies in Japan and America to how to launch and expand their business in Japan and America. And those are the three main things that I do right now. Awesome. So you are now based in Japan right now. Yes, I am in Tokyo. Awesome. Great. What time is it in Tokyo now? Oh, it's around noon. Oh, two two p.m. Is it is it uh, is it too hot there now with summer starting, or is it like uh, normal weather there? It it is getting there. Uh, today I think it's about twenty seven degree some Celsius, mm. something like that. Mm-hmm. Mm, cool. So let me ask you, uh, what made you want to start the Life Up Education TV? It's a website mm-hmm. and it's also a YouTube channel, mm-hmm. right? Yes, it is an internet show. Um, I started Life Up Education TV because it kind of like show you my background, like a backstory a little bit. Mm. Um, so I went to the USA and I studied business and economics. But while I was a student, I actually took some time off to like really gain this you know, work experience in American environment where entrepreneurship is like definitely encouraged, like, right? Um, like it, it feels so different. It feels such a challenging thing to do. And at that time, entrepreneurship was something that I already, I knew that I was interested in, mm-hmm. uh, but I was still a student at the time. And um, so it was big choice for me that I decided to take some time off to actually gain work experience in competing with like other Americans because at that time I didn't even speak good English I didn't have a full mm. degree like basically there was no reason for any companies to hire me right at the time but actually it became one of the best decisions I've ever made in my life because that year was very critical into how I am turning that into a purpose that I live by today which eventually led me to create Life Up Education TV. So what I'm talking about here is during that year, I was very interested in like working closely with um, with entrepreneurs. Like mm-hmm. I wanted to learn how they work. I wanted to learn how they think and everything like that. So I try to 
place myself as close as people who were like who were doing their own thing, entrepreneurship. And at the time I was in Seattle and Seattle has this big tech community, like a tech hub for yeah. uh, a lot of like small startup companies in tech industry. And I was so inspired by like not only they were driven by the money, but they were definitely driven by the possibility of technology, this new thing we created mm. and how we can really expand our possibility of humanity. So the leadership was talking about that and I was so inspired. And from that point, I noticed that my interest is about future. My interest always has been about future and mm. also about people. I like understanding business like i know that finance is a critical like thing that all business owners have to consider but what excites me more is about people Mm -hmm. so my two interests here is future and people and what am i interested in is creating like expanding the possibility of humanity so possibility of people but as a macro a macro society what can i do what can i do i thought about it and what I came up with is, what am I good at? I'm good at talking to people. I'm good at psychology. I'm good at um, really like like talking to people, right? Yeah. So that led me to have the media. And then the purpose behind it is so that I can encourage one person's output to be maximum. So okay. together we can have the bigger impact. So, so, so together we can have a bigger output as yeah, a society. Cool. Awesome. So you're thinking about having an impact on the world, whether from you from you directly or you there impacting other people, and so they can impact other people's lives also. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And my my interest is directly drawn into like so. How much can we take this humanity, the possibility of humanity, to like progress a humanity level? Like I wanna I wanna be. I want to contribute to make a progress as a humanity to build a bit better and like bigger future mm. for this species. <laughs> so that's, that's how I describe it. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. Great description. Actually, we always need to, to be better every day. So mm-hmm. tell us a little bit about your book, the game of self domination, right? How did you came up with the title? It's a really powerful yeah. title. How did you come up with it? And what's it about? It revolves around what? Yes. So, like I said, my intent, motive behind having the media is about maximizing individuals' uh, performance <laughs> so that together we can make a bigger impact. Um, that's why I wanted to have this strategy, the tool book that the individual person can use that's why this book is designed to talk about how someone can create mental transformation in three different phases. Mm. The first phase, I talk about how someone can create a dream. And in this phase, we're going to straight up ignore logical thinking because mm. logical thinking is what stops you usually. Yeah, right? You will we, always we, have a logical reason. Even if we are adults, we should keep thinking like we are some kind of children maybe (laughs) we we need to have this imagination yes Mm -hmm. so during this first phase all we talk about is emotional building how can we create that momentum for you to create momentum i noticed that you need 
to have two things. One is desperation. Desperation in a sense that you are just so sick of your situation anymore. You need it to change. Mm. And then another thing you need is inspiration. So mm. the important thing is your inspiration needs to exceed your desperation. So mm. you need to have a little bit of pressure of I need to like change Something the situation. Something to change, yes. Mm-hmm. But, but you need the inspiration the side time, to be bigger, yes. Yeah, you, you need to be inspired to mm. want to change something. So that's the first phase. And as you can probably tell from my title, actually, my title says uh, the 15 most practical steps to like go through this journey. So I give you different questions and exercises that people can go through mm. in order for them to come to that point. So that's all we do, building emotion in the first phase. Second phase, we talk about perseverance because, you know, first phase is emotion. Now, shit's, shit's about to go down, right? Like the second <laughs> phase is how you need to persevere. Like you can, yeah. everybody can have a dream, but yeah. ideas don't mean anything. Yeah, yeah you have, you you have to do. take action. You cannot just dream about it and yeah, yeah, it will happen. You have to work for it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, the that's why like we also talk a little bit about like soft science part of like how affirmation work in terms of psychology even like quantum physics a little bit but mm. very soft very soft science uh we even mentioned about that so like having that vision is very important but in the same time like you said perseverance is about action so shit's about to go down like i said so what do we need in this space is um I break it down to majorly two things. One thing I talk about is very deep sense of self-awareness. I think that's what people need to come to realize sometimes is like they give up because they they had this dream or idea of what they want, but once they do something about it, they kind of notice that it wasn't something that they actually wanted, right? And you never know unless you do it. So by all means, you're encouraged to do whatever you need to do. But um, that's that's where self-awareness really comes in in a conversation. Like we need to talk about who we are, what we love to do. And in relation to that, I also explore this concept of like uh, philosophy in Japanese philosophy. We, we have this term called ikigai. So mm-hmm. I'll just kind of like give you an example of what the philosophical like yeah. this term is talking about uh, we also explore another concept from western philosophy about aristotle saying what is happiness the happiness ultimate happiness is virtue activity of the soul that's what he says so we're gonna mm-hmm. analyze what that means in relation to your self-awareness mm-hmm. and then the second thing we talk about is actually i talk about three things in this space the second thing i talk about is like okay so now we've been talking about like a lot of philosophical like a really high level conversation Mm. but here's something i develop as a method i call it life up method which is very strategic uh, based method that can give you as like actual useful tool that you can use in organizing your daily task or the tasks that uh, lead to your goal achieving your goal and this is a scoring system like project management uh, framework that I developed it consists of five different concepts from business and economics Um, and coming from business background like I can bring it that bring in that like a business perspective into like how to manage life and five concepts um, specifically they cover one from an Italian engineer the second one is from British economist the third one is from global consulting firm the fourth one is from manufacturing company from japan uh, car manufacturing com- company from japan and the fifth one from 34th u.s president so all all of these people had their 
own like method and theories and then i kind of like looked at them and then combined into this like one method that you can use mm -hmm. so that's like very something very practical you get in in that during the second phase and finally during the second phase the last but not least thing that i talk about is co connecting to how we talked about how you can use business mindset or the business like a method into managing your life we're going to talk about how you can use like high sense of emotional intelligence which you need to navigate through like for example managing business right mm. into how you can manage your life like emotional experience going through emotional experience because like i said like for someone to commit to a dream you're gonna face a lot of rejections you're gonna face a lot of uh failures exactly. and those are very emotional experiences so mm -hmm. we have to address how you should look at it with logics not with emotion with the logics that's that way you actually notice wow like this is what it actually means like it didn't have nothing to do with me actually right like now we switch to logical way of understanding what actually had happened. Now you can focus on solution other than dwelling on that emotional, like a draining mm -hmm. um, energy, uh, right? Uh, yeah, so, and it drains you down. It, you you won't do anything after that when it thinks exactly. Because it's emotional. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we talk about that, and then finally, this is the third phase. We talk about so all all this is great, right? Um, we, we always definitely want something to strive. We want to grow, right? Like growth is happiness. That's what we want. Mm -hmm. But in the end of the day, like success is never one destination. So in the third phase, that's what we focus on is talking about success and happiness. Like, like all in all this journey included, like what we've been talking about after all, like what is happiness to us? Why do we even exist? Right? So in the third phase, we really like try to ask deep questions around happiness like because you know we we tend to think that we need to get somewhere in order for us to mm -hmm. be happy but in reality happiness is like i like to call it as like a macro score of life so you you have like good experience you have bad experience and then overall like if your good experience kind of like overwork the negative experience and even like if you can convert the negative experience into somehow like the positive one overall like at the macro then i think that's what we can call happiness still mm. um, but we will talk about it in the third phase yeah, cool. and that much whole uh, but i love i love things how you 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 made a combination of things like you talked about say the, the western or american way with the Japanese way and you put mm -hmm. ideas from other, let's say, manufacturer of cars in Japan, because a lot mm -hmm. of people have an idea, for example, regarding Japan, that it's especially of, after the World War Two, right? You you went into industrial madness, Japan went <laughs> into yeah. industrial madness. You made everything from watches to cars if not even more than that so mm -hmm. yeah the, the japanese manufacturing and industry was is is still a huge thing in the world to be and mm -hmm. the Jap and the japanese person all the, the world looks at it when when someone even says something smart are you japanese man <laughs> <laughs> that's funny yeah so yeah every, everything regarding smart smart things always drives 
someone to think that are are you Japanese? Even if they are Korean or Chinese, are you Japanese? <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. good for me, right? <laughs> so so let me ask you. Uh, speaking, the title of your book is like self domination. Mm -hmm. So how can someone stop themselves? being weak or scared to do something or how how they can stop themselves to overcome the self-doubt that they have yeah so actually i forgot to mention you asked me why i came up with the title right and it mm. i, I it kind of answers it itself the mm. reason i wanted to have the game of like before the self-domination is because back to your question i think the answer the key is you never giving up Life mm. is like a game. Like, stop taking everything so seriously. It's not that serious. Like, if you fuck up, you can start over any time again, <laughs> right? Like, as many as many times as you need. It it does not, like, it takes more than, like, multiple, it takes multiple times for you to finally get it. Like, yeah, yeah. It doesn't, it does, it doesn't it, happen kind of, from the first try. You have to keep, you have to keep at it, yes. Uh, by the mm -hmm. way, I said the question, do you love the Batman movies? No, which one? Batman movie? Anyone, anyone, any 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 yeah. Batman movie. Oh, yeah, cool. mm -hmm. I love Batman. Do, do you love the Joker uh, character? I don't know. I I think he's very dark. <laughs> dark for me. So like, I don't know. Yeah. But I, I, there there is a movie dedicated to Joker. Okay? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's very long. I did I didn't see it. It was very long. I thought, no, I'm not gonna watch that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what I like. I don't know. I mean, maybe that if I were to watch the movie, it'll probably like, give me more understanding and empathy, like mm. capacity to have the empathy toward a Joker. But from knowing what I know right now, it just feels like Joker is so dark for me to like him. Yeah. So, okay, back on track. Uh, yeah. Do you talk about goal setting in your book or goal achievement in your book? Mm -hmm. Yeah, we, we do have exercise that you... But I don't necessarily talk in a in a very like definitive term. It's more like I give you a framework and then framework to how you can think of it. Mm. So I don't tell you like you need to do this, that, this and that. It's more like here's what you can do. And then maybe here's the idea that you can use to for you to create your own goal. Mm. Um, but yeah, we do definitely talk about it. And I think one thing important we talk about is I encourage people to put themselves in the situation first. And then because often I think the myth we have is like we assume that like when we make goals, we only care about the benefit side mm -hmm. and we often like dismiss, ignore the problem side of the goals yeah, right because yeah. everybody has good and bad and for that matter i'm very careful about directing people on like try not to make goal based on only the benefits you're getting and that actually comes back to the talk that i was telling you about the self self-awareness talk uh, what we talked about with the ultimate happiness the virtue activity of, of the soul is basically to say you need to pick your battle. It's not necessarily the benefits you should go on based uh, based on, but you need to pick the battles that you are up to, like yeah. get to right. Yeah. Like, yeah. Because so, it's it's a process. It doesn't like 
click all the time. You have mm-hmm. to go around things. Some you will have some obstacles on the way, right? Uh, to reach your goal or whatever that you want to do. So you mm-hmm. will have to keep going at it. It's a process. Yes. It's not like like you said, success and happiness is not like something you reach there and it's done. You you yeah. you, you keep doing it. You keep searching for more. You keep yep. growing. You don't mm-hmm. you don't just draw like a comfort zone for yourself and say that's it. That's I want to do. You keep doing more and more to grow. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, in terms of goal setting, yes, we talk about it, and I I think I give people different perspectives to talk about it, uh, mm. uh, to think about it, uh, because a lot of time, like I said, a lot of books also talk about like what do you want, like how much do you want to make, blah blah blah. But, you know, we, we also need to think in terms of happiness. So that's what I was very careful of mm. guiding people. Great. So ca- ca- how can people, let's say, break the <clears throat> the mental blocks they have in their minds? Because a lot of people, for example, said something that they want to do, but before they... But before they even start, like you mentioned, they say, I can do this. So how can we break the mental blocks that people have in their head? Courage is not the absence of fear, right? Everybody is fearful. Mm. I'm afraid of many things. I I do feel like scared, right? But I think a lot of leadership, a lot of like someone initiating something is regardless of the fear you gain the courage so a lot of work also needs to come from inside like it's something that you you're not able to feel it but you train it you train to be courageous you push yourself always to like go into uncomfortable situation go into scary Mm. situation and Mm. i think that's the ultimate thing someone can do yeah what do you think when someone is feeling like they are behind on on, on whatever they want to do? Behind? What, what should what, what when someone feels like they are behind? Yeah. What, what, I think Yeah. One thing I think a lot about is there's no right answer for anyone, right? There's only what you want, mm. like your answer only. So often when my friends comes to me for example, something that I mentioned is like, you can lose them all like tomorrow. Like, you know, one, uh, one, one thing, one recent occurrence that I can talk about is Bill Gates. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bill Gates got divorced, right? And everybody has to go through their own journey, right? And I, I, like, I, I'm not like personally anything against Bill Gates, right? Like shit happens in life. So <laughs> even if you're a millionaire, even if you're a billionaire, like people still suffer. People still suffer from like, the uh, like average you know problems that average mm. people face also yeah. so for me it's kind of like if you if your identity or your your value is predicated on how much you achieve or how much success you have already like that's very that'll creates definite vulnerability like you have mm. to be kind of indifferent of what your failure or your success because you can lose them all or you can go up in the in a flip side, like anytime, right? Like as long as you don't give up, you put mm-hmm. in the work consistently. Like you can succeed, and then you can you can also like whatever you make, you can lose them all tomorrow. Like the market moves, right? Like the mm-hmm. market doesn't 
yeah, the, the market is not evolved around you. Like the market doesn't care what kind of shit you're going through. Like people are people and people are going to do whatever they need to do. So I think the most important thing for anyone to remember is there's no right answer. Like there's no rule in like you have to be at a certain point at a certain age because ultimately the bottom line is you can lose them all at any any time, any age, you have to stay ready if you want to keep mm-hmm. succeeding. Yeah, exactly. So you mentioned like businesses and stuff like that. So how can someone use the economics and business strategies into life to make it like to make their life uh, more efficient? Do you think is think, that possible? I think more efficient wise, yes. I. I, I, I did put this like method, right? Life up method that mm. I developed myself in it. And then good point that you brought it up because one thing I wanted to mention is I don't necessarily uh, promote of this, the method itself, but what I want people to get out of it, extract of it is the thinking goes behind this method, which really like helps you to, be organized up here whenever mm-hmm. you think about things like for example business thinking about today thinking about money today is an angle that people we don't necessarily have in a daily life right so in that sense what this method teaches you to uh, to do is to look at whatever the task you have today and think about how much impact this task have to on today Mm. versus you can also have like a long-term perspective so this method can kind of like teaches you how you can um how you can think about the risks the benefit the time frame like all these things combined Mm. into like life perspective by just doing it by just practicing this Mm. you'll you'll naturally be able to see things through the lens of those things and then when you when you do that you become efficient Mm, cool so uh, re- what create resilience in life so so you need to be resilient in life because like you said sometimes people get uh, sorry life gets in the way here, from here and there and sometimes people get in the way so what create resilience in life for someone uh, to keep going at whatever yeah and honestly i so believe in this thinking of I would say accountability. Accountability is what I believe in. Like you can't you can't teach someone who's not willing to learn, right? <laughs> so I'm so not interested in convincing anyone to be resilient. But I do, I will talk, I will keep talking the truth, which is you don't mean shit. <laughs> and like which is the market moves, which is the world evolves if you are in it or not, right? And like I said, like it takes a lot of investment from you and you can't expect the world to help you, right? Accountability, back, like once again, back to that accountability talk is like, I'm not interested in convincing people to be motivated. I will just keep talking the truth and some people are not up for it. That's okay. That's how market works. That's how free competition work. And we, we need that, right? We need that people too. So I think we should leave it up to natural force. Something I talk about in my book is pre-invisible hand. 
invisible hand is an economical uh, concept from Adam Smith, the father of economics. He talks about the economy is at optimal place when there's no government intervention. It's, this is a very like extreme thought, but I kind of like believe that in terms of like mindset a lot mm. when we look at it from like a macro perspective not everybody should win like not everybody should be the leader mm. because we're gonna just kill each other <laughs> I, I, I don't <laughs> yeah. know what would happen hopefully that's not mm. the end results but uh, like everything has place right mm. so if there's a leader there's a follower too yeah and i think not like people that come through even if they are lots of them if they're meant to be if that makes sense and i think that's better uh system i think like having that competition in place where person individual person has accountability to like grow and they are like accountable for their own growth for their own success for their own happiness like they don't have to rely on anyone else then i think overall even mentally that's more mm. healthier i think as a system Mm. So you mentioned you mentioned leaders and you mentioned uh, life rejections. So how anyone in general can deal with rejection, especially if you don't want them to convince them like uh, I want to motivate you. So if someone rejects someone or something rejects someone, how how can people deal with rejection in general? Really, the biggest thing I think about is like they don't know you. First of all, but what I was going to say is like logical thinking, mm. as we were mentioning, like, and whatever I say now, all, all, unders, uh, all falls under the logical thinking behind, uh, for getting rejection. For example, I think about social media, right? Uh, you can't have a lot of, like, a lot of followers. Some people's direct translation of it is like, oh, follower counts equal your direct words like mm. some some myth is around that right um and first of all like social media is very tiny thing about your life right like you, you have so much more to offer like outside of social media you have to think about that you have to also think about products and market fit which is like you have everybody's interested in something and you just need to find your customer. You just need to find your target audience who finds whatever you're offering as interesting. Mm -hmm. um, so I think a lot of people kind of like forget to remind themselves that. It's a common sense if you think about it, but then we kind of forget it, right? So that's something I would say is just go back to the basic, go back to the logical, like common sense of like, what things meant when there's a rejection happen. Like, I think another thing I want to add is like, you know, we take it so personally, rejection is about me, right? But <laughs> yeah. that's about, that's, that's about you taking the world for granted. You're mm -hmm. assuming that the world is about you, but the world is never about you. Same thing with social media. Like you can't grow your social media following because people are not getting value out of your contents for example right mm. or like even rejection the same thing like you didn't get the sales that you wanted why because that person is not buying buying you that person is not paying you money 
that person is buying your service and that service has a value for them. So you need to understand that the rejections is never about you. It's always about are you meeting the demand of the other person? Like, mm-hmm. actually, it kind of triggers me when, like, there's this, like, a meme or, I don't know, like, social media thing that went around a little bit for a while. And, like, young people, this is very young pe- person, but they were saying, like, um, if you want me in your life, like, you better work. Like, you better work for me. Like, you better work to, like, get me, right? Like, I'm, so basically, this person is saying, like, I'm valuable for doing nothing. And that's so, like, that's such an entitlement, right? And I think people who believe in that kind of thought, it's just too entitled to, like, actually face the reality, which is the world is never about you. You need to be the one who's willing to work. And same thing for dream, right? Yeah. Like people people assume that dreams should happen. Like dream doesn't need your work to be required. Like dream doesn't need your investment. Like what, are, what the fuck are you talking about? Like if it's your dream, you got to fucking work for no money for like five, 10 years. And maybe it will happen. Maybe it's not. But that's that's the kind of commitment you need. Um, mm. So I think that's, that's what I think about when it comes to rejection mm. a lot. People need to work for them first. <laughs> what what one takeaway from this episode would be in a do you think oh we talked a lot um i think one takeaway i think one takeaway i want to spread is the game the game right as we discussed um maybe i came across like a little bit too aggressive sometimes no, but i never uh, have this intention I, I love that that you're being uh yourself and honest and uh, powerful like, uh, <laughs> like a yeah. lioness, like a lioness like a japanese lioness <laughs> <laughs> but i so my intention is never to hurt anyone or anything like that my intention is always to encourage people that's why i want this episode to end with the message of the game the game part which is you know it doesn't matter and like it doesn't matter whatever you did until yesterday so my final message is it doesn't matter how much you achieve or it doesn't matter how much you fucked up until yesterday <laughs> what what's important is today and forward so that's yeah, exactly the game that awesome. you need to keep playing yeah where where can people get in touch with you natsune yeah so my name is natsune oki if you search natsune oki something will pop up um, and my website is Life Up Education TV, and I am pretty active on social media in the order of YouTube, um, TikTok, LinkedIn, uh, Facebook, Twitter, I would say. Yeah, that's it. And then uh, you can message me from my website. There's also an email address you can do. Oh, and I have a Facebook group uh, and you can like drop in any question. It's absolutely free to join. Like, n- no, nothing um is required you can just join to the group and then you can ask me any question and i'll just feature your question in my show ask the natsune show so people can get in touch with me in that way as well awesome thank you for being here today with me on the success secret podcast Tatsune. thank you very much for having me thank you for listening to this episode of success grid Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And if you found value in the show, rate and leave a review on iTunes. For more resources, visit successgrid.net. Until next time.